Okay, I'm going to give you, this is an exercise that I give all of my clients, and it just works. When you have a moment where stress shows up for you, or when anything shows up for you that is not a welcome experience emotionally, that it's just not, you just don't want it in this particular moment, all you have to do is ground. And what I've got is a grounding exercise to bring you fully present in the moment. And it just works. It's really, really simple. The processes I go through, they're very simple. They're not the complicated things that everybody supports that has been. And so the grounding tool that I give my clients, you check your gut. When your gut is not peaceful, you are not grounded and you are not present. So all this is about is so that you can become present and you do it in this order because it has to do with the way in which the brain starts recreating imagery. And it also has to do the breathing. You're going to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth because there's a vassal nerve that's at the back of your, your nostrils. And when you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, it's a calming effect on the body if you reverse that you breathe in through your mouth and out through your nose it actually excites the body so the process is to look to your left and say to my left i see a picture in front of me i see two very handsome young men to my right i see a sofa close my eyes breathe deeply in from my toes bring it all the way up through my being hold it for a count of three through my nose release it through my mouth check my gut it's the combination of actually bringing yourself physically into the presence of what's material around you and then also having the breathing to help your body start producing different chemicals so that in the present moment you can let go of that baggage that you're, you're clinging on to from the past and you do these in sets of three and you just continue to do that until your gut is peaceful and it will bring you present every time. Now, it may only be for a very few seconds, but everyone experiences presence doing this for a short amount of time. And if you just keep doing it every time anxiety shows up, uh, you're getting ready to go for a job interview and you're just nervous and you're scared, do this exercise. The fear disappears. This is just literally a, an exercise that is nothing more than looking to your left, finding something in your environment that you physically focus on, saying it out loud because there's a process that goes with the mental imagery of also creating the auditory sound that you hear, changing your perspective of your vision, changing it directly and finally. It just brings your focus. Everything is about being present in your environment and creating artificial observation. And so, yes, later on, what we will then go through with the process I'll start taking my clients to later on is going to be a more complex observation of when the emotions show up, of, of just being a strong observer, of seeing anger and being able to allow it to just be there because there's nothing about control. There's nothing about getting rid of. It's about understanding that there's a separation there's not an identity. There's a separation between the experience of what you feel and who you are in the present moment. And it's to be able to have that separation that will give you the power of choice. Because as long as you are seeking a solution, I tell everyone, try everything on. Try it all on. You're going to find different things work differently for different people. For me, I just want a really quick way to move forward and this is what offered me but this also took in 
all that I had learned and all the different therapies and 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 all the all the all the healing that I sought through all the different mediums that I had sought before I gained the mindfulness, which I believe is the most powerful. For me, that is absolutely the most powerful element in being able to be free of the trauma. Because the moment I was able to experience the separation from the feeling of the trauma, that was when I knew that I could do this. And that's when I knew I could be free. And so that was what I then just really started understanding. And now when I did the observation, I got it. I'm seeing my anger. And yes, it is over here to my left. There is my anger. My anger, as I encourage you, make all of those emotions, make them your friends. What happens, physically what happens in the process, something happens for a child. And trauma is nothing more than something that a child does not yet have enough life experiences to rationalize. That's all trauma really is. Now, some trauma is because of really severe things like sexual abuse. Other trauma is just humiliation and mortification and, and, and suddenly not fitting in and not belonging and having some kind of an experience or um, as it was with one of my clients that she had severe abandonment issues. And it wasn't that there was this horrible trauma that happened to her life. She had great parents, but her mother got really sick when she was really young. And so she had to go stay with a not-so-nice grandmother and for her her mother had abandoned her because she was so very young and she didn't really even get that this was her association was that she didn't understand that her mother had been sick and that she couldn't take care of her mother had a long hospital stay so she didn't have tremendous trauma but yet her abandonment issues were exactly the same as my abandonment issues from being found in a trash can and given out by biological parents. They were exactly the same. So when I was able to have the separation, when I got that over here, when the abandonment issue, when that showed up, all that's happening is it's triggering a memory that when I was a child, when I was abandoned, when I was put in that trash can and I started crying, something happened for me that said, oh my God, I can't trust the world. No one's ever gonna be there for me. And then I just waited for everyone to abandon me because I already had the prediction that that's the way it was going to happen. I arrive at the states, abandonment happens in the abuse and the adoption. I then start recreating all kinds of relationships that end in abandonment because that's what I believe is going to be happening. And so that's what I created. So she did the exact same thing. And the reason why I'm saying this is because not all trauma is because of something that is horrific, the way that we look at the world as being horrific. It is nothing more than a child becomes extremely overwhelmed by something that they cannot explain because they don't have life experiences yet that say, I can understand this. I can make sense of this. My adopted mother hates me because she has had some extremely horrible experiences in her lifetime and I'm something she cannot understand or rationalize. As an infant, I don't have the ability to understand that. My adopted father is extremely damaged from all the abuse that was in his life. As an infant, I don't have the ability to rationalize that. So the stories that I create about all of those events are the stories that I then take into my adulthood and then start recreating for myself.